Hello, hello, hello. Today is Friday, January 19th, 2024, episode number 491. Please remember to like, share, subscribe, and hit the notification button so you know when we go live. You're in the litter box with Jules and Cat Turd. Hey there, Cat. How are you? Hey, hey, hey. Happy Friday. <laughs> It's, it's, it's cheating bird brain day. Oh my gosh. Isn't that just a perfect way to end the uh, week? Whoops. Whoopsie daisy. Yes. Oh my gosh. Bird brain. I mean, seriously, she tries to play the innocent type, but it certainly is not working for her. Oh yeah. Never she's, Nikki. She, she's really good at the foreign affairs. My goodness sakes. Yeah, I'd say. So Nikki Haley did cheat on husband Michael, had affairs with her comms consultant and a married South Carolina lobbyist before she became governor. Sworn affidavits. This is according to new witness claims and everything else. So Nikki Haley, 51, denied claims that she cheated on her husband Michael before she became South Carolina governor in 2010, saying she was 100% faithful. But now multiple GOP insiders tell DailyMail.com that they were intimately aware of Haley's infidelity at the time, saying it was totally out in the open. Communications consultant Will Folks, 49, and lobbyist Larry Marchant, 61, they signed affidavits in 2010 alleging that they had a sexual relationship with Miss Haley. <laughs> I'm sorry, it just couldn't have happened to a nicer person. <clears throat> Bird brain. Bird brain, absolutely. She's going to have a lot of droppings I've to pick up posting. after herself. I said cheating bird brain's having a bad day. Boy, she is, isn't she? Well, it's not only that. I mean, things are getting way worse. Here's and her I reaction. I do got to say, Laura Loomer broke this in November. Long time ago, Laura was yeah, talking Yeah, she brought So Laura Loomer broke, broke this in November, and then they basically stole her story and acting like it's some kind of big breaking news. You know what? I'm telling you one thing. Laura Loomer is doing the work of many. She's doing, sometimes it seems like, all the work. I mean, she really is. She knows exactly what she needs. She goes after it. She doesn't hesitate. She knows that we have got an election to win. And if they're not going to do the investigative reporting, she's going to do it for them. If Trump's not paying her, he should be. Oh, well, I think there's definitely something in her future, don't you? <laughs> I think. I hope, I hope so. You know, you should get paid to do that kind of work. I mean, she's at all the events. She's at everybody's uh, caucus. She's at, I mean, she's all over the damn place. She's fabulous. And I definitely see a position in there for her. She's going to be great. I would love to see her put up there with the press, though. I have to tell you, because she would keep them honest and they would be terrified against going up against her. I mean, you know that for a fact. I mean, where would she be the most effective? Calling them out on their lies. That's what she does best. It would be like, you know, I mean, you could hear a pin drop in there. You want to talk about straightening up? I want somebody to ask her. Mm, it's going to Absolutely. I mean, what we, If that was uh, uh, Trump, do you think anybody would ask him? They would be screaming it at him everywhere he walked today. And then what? She's a woman, so you can't ask her the question. Look, did you cheat on your husband? <laughs> we need it. to know this. Hey, bird brain, did you <laughs> cheat on your husband? Bird brain, bird brain. She, did you or not, bird brain? 
Well, I mean, we expected them to treat her exactly like they treated President Trump when he was asked about the, it was, and all it was was locker room talk, but my goodness, that's all you heard about. They thought that was the nail in his coffin. Well, I mean, they sit there and they talk about, you know, you know, being equal and all of these different things. Well, here's your shot. Let's go ahead and treat her exactly like you would treat President Trump because we know exactly what happened under the circumstances. And President Trump has not treat, cheated on Melania Trump. I mean, the most beautiful woman, I swear, one of the most beautiful women in the world, definitely the most beautiful first lady. And I am so sorry that she lost her mother. I, I just feel so bad. After seeing those pictures of her at the funeral, who could, you know, I mean, really, who could deny that this woman is in so much pain after losing her mom? I'm so sorry about that. But this whole Nikki Haley thing is real. I've been laughing all day about this shit. <laughs> it's so fun, isn't it? Cheat, cheating is. bird brain. Oh my god! Oh, it's funny. Go to go to her page today and um, look at all the replies. It's just one big cheating bird brain. What's up? She, you know, and I've noticed that her presence has gotten a lot bigger now, and it, and it's because they've dumped DeSantis, right? They've gotten all they're going to get out totally of him. Dumped him. And so it's just, I mean, all you're hearing are little. Squeaks. He's in South Carolina, mm -hmm. and they've got. By the way, they've got. New Hampshire next week. Then they got Nevada, and none of them's even going out there. You know what's so funny? I never go to, to Nikki pa Nikki Haley's page, so I'm having a hard time picking her, <laughs> finding her on X because I stay so. I keep far putting away. bird brain emojis on just about all her tweets. Oh, the bird she's in a so picture of a brain. ridiculous. I mean, here she is. She's a phony. Yes, she is. Total phony. Yeah, that's exactly right. Well, did you see her reaction when she found out the news? Honestly, when when she found out that Tim Scott endorsed Donald Trump, check out this reaction. You're going to love it. Governor, the New York Times says that Tim Scott's endorsing Donald Trump tonight. What would that mean to your campaign? We'll wait and see if it happens. Have you talked to him lately? Oof. And have, you and have you talked to the guy you cheated on your husband with, Bird Brain, have you? <laughs> How did that relationship end? Both of them. Not yeah. just one, but both. Yeah, um, she cheated twice. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Twice. Yeah, she's a serial you know cheater. If that's all it's in you know if it's twice, it's probably 10. Mm -hmm. <laughs> they've only called you twice. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my gosh. So you have got a, this is a huge setback for Miss Haley. Senator Tim Scott set to endorse President Trump, delivering significant setback to Haley, Nikki Haley's campaign in South Carolina. That was how she responded to that bit of news. Of course, you've got all of these other people, though, that are sitting there rallying behind it, including Speaker Ryan. Paul Ryan is out there. It shouldn't surprise anybody that he would support never Nikki. I mean, really. And he even says so. In this particular piece, listen to what he says. Look, it, a lot's going to happen between now and November. Nothing's linear in politics these days. There's a zigzag. So who knows is the point. Biden is so weak that even Donald Trump pulls up ahead of him. But look at Nikki Haley's even. polling. I mean, she beats him by like 12 points in head-to-head -head polls. So right. I would prefer a, a candidate who I think would be a good president 
and who I know is going to win. And by the way, give us more seats in Congress. That's Nikki Haley. Well, the, it, so obviously, I, my preferences aren't, aren't, aren't bubbling through the Republican Party right now. But let's just wait and see what happens in New Hampshire and see if this inevitability narrative, which has credence now coming out of Iowa, if it, if it sticks past New Hampshire. And if Nikki Haley wins New Hampshire, then I think we got a race on our hands. So I want to wait and see what happens there. Well, you made a lot. Yeah, he knows exactly. He's got drunk face, doesn't he? He looks so bad, doesn't he? Yeah, that's drunk face. If anybody wants to know, that's bloated drunk face. I know. I see it in the mirror a lot. (laughs) (laughs) He doesn't look well. He really doesn't. I don't know. I mean, he knows that he's lost his clout. He knows that he's lost his power. He knows he will never be president of the United States, which was one of his goals. He is 100% beholden to his lobbyist. And of course, everybody on, you know, the left, basically the establishment, you saw what he did with President Trump when he had that gavel. He did everything. He's he another could. one that quit. Mm-hmm. He's another one that quit and got a million dollar job at Fox News. That's just right. like Kevin McCarthy. They don't care. That's it. They're just there to get the next step and get the big money. Boy, I'm telling you what, there's a lot of money in politics, but they are using that, and they always have. I mean, this is the worst business. You know about a, about getting a dog in D.C.? That's the big joke, that don't look for friends, just get a dog, because that will serve you better than anybody in Washington, D.C. This is yeah. going to be a real interesting election, and I think that the more that we learn about everything that's been going on, the coordinating efforts between the Democrats and the establishment rhinos, the more you start to realize exactly that a lot of these fools shouldn't be up there to begin with. They've been rigging and stealing elections on both sides for a long, long time. That's what happened to California, if anybody wants to know. They allow people to vote in our elections that shouldn't be voting. They allow you to print your ballots online. They, they do not want any consequences to their seat, and they're not going to get it. They get big pack money. They have huge lobbyists that, that you know speak on their behalf, donate on their behalf, and that's what keeps their war machines going, not the American people. If we were to have fair elections, they would have writing in your vote, right, one day voting, and you would have to present your voter ID, and then we would get the true results. But we're far from that. With and then they group. just sit there in the back and they count them as they come in. Mm-hmm. And a lot of these these paper ballots, they have counting machines, and you got to be careful about that because they cheat every which way but loose. Anything they can get their hands on, they cheat. Oh, you are so right, Kat. And it's so disappointing because— I'm we, for the purple finger. Uh, Iran, yes. Iraq voting. Yes. Pur- purple ink finger. There you go. I mean, this has gotten so ridiculous. This is where we are all supposed to weigh in. It's our future that's at stake. And then so when you start talking about what's going on with Merrick Garland, he makes a stunning stunning admission about Jack Smith's case against President Trump. This guy is a creature from the deep. I I kid you not. Thank goodness he's not on the Supreme Court. We're going to see him one shot Johnny, and then he is out. I hope sooner rather than later. And I do hope that there is an investigation on all of these crooks ahead of us. But here's Merrick Garland discussing and trying to defend what they've done. And before you hear that, he... Every, this is the only question he ever gets, and he has to repeat this a hundred times a day. And the reason you're getting it because everybody knows you're running a Hitler-style uh, brown shirt against your enemy, uh, Banana Republic DOJ. Everybody knows it. You got that right. 
You absolutely have got that right. So here he is talking about Biden and President Trump. Look, we have uh, reasserted and clarified the norms of this Justice Department. We follow the facts and the law wherever they lead. Uh, politics is not a part of our uh, determinations. It's, uh, it would be improper, and it's not. Um, where uh, the department has regulations about the appointment of special counsels, and we follow those regulations. Uh, in each case, we have appointed people who are uh, formerly uh, um, veteran um, uh, career uh, prosecutors, uh, whatever their current position is. And they're sufficiently independent from you, you believe? Yes, and the regulations make them independent from me. Uh, so um, with respect to the public, I hope they will see uh, uh, not only from what we've done, but from the outcomes of the, of the cases and the way in which special counsel have proceeded, that we have kept politics out of this. This is the Biden administration at its finest. And I think probably one of the best comments came from Mike Davis, and he says, Dear Biden, A.G. Merrick Garland, the defendant, not the government, has the right to a speedy and fair trial. You waited 30 months to bring your bogus coordinated charges under political pressure from your boss. What's your rush now other than obvious election interference? This is all it's about. Everybody knows that this is what it's about. So it's all over the place. Here he is defending himself. Yeah. Yeah. So I like the I like the way it says we got we got experienced uh, uh, prosecutors that are experienced. Yeah. You got Jack Smith, a guy that every time he's had a position like that, he's been overturned nine to zero in the Supreme Court because he did a bunch of dirty shit. Mm-hmm. Thank God, one of the one of the most slime slime balls ever to, to be a prosecutor. He's another weasel, I and mean, he's no different than what you see up there. I mean, Comey was a weasel. Weasel. They all have you know they all have that look that mousy-like look. And unfortunately, Speaker Johnson has the exact same look. I can't even take this clown seriously at all. I mean, he is just doing everything despite what the calls and everything else. Here he is delivering his remarks after meeting with Biden on Ukraine. Thank you all for for being here. We had a uh, productive meeting, I think, House and Senate leaders. Uh, The president was very forthright. I told the president what I have been saying for many months, and that is that we must have change at the border, substantive policy change. We documented 64 instances where the president took executive action or his agencies took, took action to create the current catastrophe that we have at the border. It is a national security and a humanitarian catastrophe. And I articulated that to the president in the meeting now. We understand that there's concern about uh, the safety, security, sovereignty of Ukraine, but the American people have those same concerns about our own domestic sovereignty and our safety and our security. We, we have talked about the necessary elements to solve this problem. We, we passed our bill and it has critical elements. It's a restore, restoration of the Remain in Mexico policy. It is the end of catch and release. It is reform to the broken uh, asylum and parole systems. Uh, we're not insistent upon a particular name of a, of a piece of legislation, but we are insistent that the elements have to be meaningful. The House is ready to act, but the legislation has to solve the problem, and that, that's the critical point. Uh, we understand the necessity about Ukraine funding, and we want to say that the status quo is unacceptable. We need the commander-in-chief of this country, the president of the United States, 
to, to show strength on the world stage and not weakness. We cannot continue with the current status quo. We understand the importance of what's been needed, but when I met with President Zelensky just last month, uh, right before Christmas, he said that the necessary ingredient is the proper weapons systems that they need. Um, there, there are certain things that are, that are needed to ensure that they can prevail. We need the questions answered about the, the strategy, about the end game, and about the accountability for the precious treasure of the American people. We understand that all these things are important, but we must insist, we must insist that the border be the top priority. I, I think we have some consensus around that table. Everyone understands the urgency of that, and we're going to continue to press for it. I want to thank my colleagues here. Hi, what was your first clue, Mousy Mouse? Point, point Dexter. Oh, he's just absolutely ridiculous. And no longer is, is uh, Zelensky up there at the Capitol. He, it looks like he is sending his foot soldiers. You've got an exclusive, of course, by Laura Loomer. She's saying yesterday, ahead of the vote on CR, Loomer Unleashed was on site inside the U.S. Capitol looking for Speaker Mike Johnson, Speaker Johnson, and he and many other reps were hiding to avoid accountability look what she found inside the capital ukrainian soldiers they even filmed them walking into the members only elevator in congress ukrainian soldiers and pro-ukrainian activists were walking around the hill before the vote on the cr why was a foot a soldier dressed in ukrainian patches walking around the u.s capitol and using the members only in quote elevator before the vote on the continuing resolution if you look at his backpack he also has patches from the country of georgia it sure looks like Zelensky sent his henchmen to the capitol ahead of the vote to help ensure he gets more american taxpayer dollars seriously though why are Ukrainian soldiers walking around the U.S. Capitol and using elevators that regular American citizens aren't even allowed to use? And she, of course, brought the receipts. Here they are, walking around like it's no big deal. I just think Laura is doing, you know, the work of so many. I, I'm just she's so gone. impressed with her. I am just amazed at what she has taken she's, on. She's a little pit bull. Ooh, I'll tell you what, though. She gets I got results. breaking news. Oh, good. Here we go. Game boy. Here we go. Go for it, cat. Breaking Alec Baldwin indicted by grand jury and fatal shooting of a cinematographer on a movie set. Oh my gosh, it took long the, enough. Just indicted by a grand jury. Oh, Kat, you know what? That has been such a horrible story. That poor family, they're, I mean, that, that whole thing they covered up like nobody's business. That was so, that turned so political. I've never seen anything like it. Oh my gosh, I am so glad to see that. That's a way to start Friday. <laughs> I mean, that absolutely is. So here it is. Indicted by grand jury and fatal shooting of cinematographer on the movie set. <gasps> it's about time. You know, we always mm. talk about safety and everything. So you else. run your big fat mouth now. Exactly. I mean, here, this is a guy that just, I, I mean, he, he ruined his own career by getting involved politically. He was just a nasty person from the very beginning. And, of course, he takes all the leftist views. And then on his own set, 
he is the one that fires a shot at his cinematographer and kills her right there. I mean, no one checked the gun to see what was in the chamber or anything else, and nobody was watching. He absolutely should be held liable for it, 100%. That happened on his set, his production. A woman is dead. She had children, a husband, and everything else, and they tried to just shove that under the carpet. (gasps) Good news today. Very, very good news. (laughs) I'm sorry. (laughs) Putting that fat yo-yo now, big boy. Really? I mean, it's it takes a long time, it seems, in the court process. It always does, but my goodness, the good guys and gals are winning. So Fanny is fighting back. Fanny Willis, the DA, she attacks the ex-wife of lover Nathan Wade after stealing her man. Fanny now accuses former wife of interfering with her DOJ-backed Trump case. <laughs> Kid you not. So now all of a sudden this thing has ended up in court. Last Friday, you have Fulton County Superior Court Judge Scott McAfee, who slated a mid-February hearing to address the explosive allegations against Soros-funded District Attorney Fannie Willis, and the court acknowledged the need to deliberate on claims that Willis engaged in improper use of funds and maintained an alleged scandalous affair with Nathan Wade, the prosecutor Willis hired to lead Trump's investigation. So, of course, they are all starting to catch up. You even have committees, Republican committees, that are weighing in on all of this nonsense. It's about time. We know what this has been about. This has always been about getting President Trump, and it is not working. Quite the opposite. He is winning this thing hands down. They cannot stop him. Everything that comes out ends up benefiting him more than anything else. So here is the House Judiciary GOP. It gets worse. Bank records show that special prosecutor Nathan Wade purchased airline tickets in his and Fulton County DA Fannie Willis's name for trips to San Francisco and Miami. <laughs> they were they were hoeing all over the country together. Boy, I know. I mean, not even making a secret of it, Kat. She probably parties with cheating bird brain. <laughs> you know, birds of a feather. <laughs> bird brains of a feather. <laughs> They flocked together. So, yes, the motion was spearheaded by Roman's attorney, Ashley Merchant. She alleges an improper clandestine personal relationship between Willis and Wade, potentially undermining the integrity of the prosecution against Trump and others. Here's the deal. If it wasn't for the ex-wife, we may have never even found out about all of this. But during and with the divorce and everything going on, she was accusing him of all of this stuff. And so it all came out. Nothing worse than a scorned woman. Let me tell you one thing. So according to court filings obtained by the Wall Street Journal, you have Willis, who was served a subpoena at her Atlanta office for her testimony in the divorce case of Nathan Wade and his wife, Jocelyn Wade. The nature of questions that Willis may may face in a deposition remains undisclosed in the subpoena document. She's in hot water. She's in big time trouble. Big time. 
So Good now she's, she's fighting back. She's now attacking Wade's former wife, saying that she's interfering with her bogus case against President Trump. I kid you not. She, mo- she filed a motion last week. And basically, she's accused by the strange wife, and then she filed back in court saying that they're interfering in, in her case against President Trump. My point now that she's... Oh, my gosh. She's, gosh, she's rotten to the core. Oh, yes. They all are. I mean, the more you learn about each and every single last one of them, they're all crooks. And they're all getting caught. I mean, it is one of the funniest things. One thing... You know, we were talking about what happened with Mad Cow and her misinformation, disinformation. The fact that she would not, her network wouldn't even play President Trump's acceptance speech when he won in an absolute landslide, right? Because she's so concerned about what he may be saying. This was a perfect, perfect video capitulation that Mays Moore put together about how often she speaks on misinformation, disinformation. Check it out. The bottom line of this dossier, the bottom line allegation, the point of it is that the Trump campaign didn't just benefit from Russia interfering in our presidential campaign. The point of this is they colluded, they helped, they were in on it. This is kind of a real story. The connections between the Trump servers and the Alpha Bank servers were real. (laughs) They were covert communications that someone was trying to hide, that the Trump Organization and Alpha Bank appear to have been trying to hide. Now we know that the vaccines work well enough that the virus stops with every vaccinated person. A vaccinated person gets exposed to the virus, the virus does not infect them, the virus cannot then use that person to go anywhere else. Cannot use a vaccinated person as a host to go get more people. We and other news organizations have generally stopped giving an unfiltered live platform to remarks by former President Trump. It is not out of spite. It is not a decision that we relish. It is a decision that we regularly revisit. Um, And honestly, earnestly, it is not an easy decision, but there is a cost to us as a news organization of knowingly broadcasting untrue things. That is a fundamental truth of our business and who we are. Oh, my gosh. In the words of President Trump, you are fake news. (laughs) Mad cow. All she does is lie. They they literally, she went to uh, fake news rehabilitation. I know. And they it. took her off the off that because she spent three years with huge ratings talking about the Russia Russia PP hoax, That's and then they they sent her they sent her to fake news rehab. <laughs> she took <laughs> like a hiatus. We didn't see her for a while because so I see it was some people so reporting bad. this that Nikki Haley just banned the Daily Mail from all future campaign oh. events after they dropped the story about her having an affair. Same woman who kicked Laura Lima out of the events uh, for making the same reports months earlier. Oh, cat! you know what? It's going to be the exact same thing like DeSantis' campaign. If they do not want to be confronted at all, not at all, they don't want journalists reporting on them in any way, shape, or form. So they'll just kick them out of their events. I mean, look at how many people they've done that to. They absolutely are looking for MAGA supporters. They are looking for influencers who aren't getting paid, by the way, 
by President Trump's campaign, not even getting getting paid for it, who are showing up at the rallies just to absolutely hear people talk and hear what they have to say. And Matt Kim is no different. He he got up there and, and said a lot about being taken out of the event. And it's because they're terrified about what is going to be reported on them. So here you have him, Matt Kim, an official statement regarding getting kicked out of the DeSantis Iowa Town Hall. And he did a beautiful job. I'll drop this in so everybody has it because it's three minutes and 25 seconds. So I'm not going to do that one. But but you can watch it here. I mean, it's it's pretty good. It, he talks about it and and how here, you know, he just wanted to see what she had to say. It was going to be his first event. And they were almost waiting for him at the door. I got your pictures, y'all. Cat, be careful. <laughs> and Baron. Better not buy a Bible. <laughs> oh boy, you do something like that, and you're on a list. <laughs> Go to Bass Pro Shop, get you and get you a topwater mirror lure to bass fish with, and but you're on the FBI most wanted list. Oh my gosh, <laughs> that's what they're spending their uh, time on. Go to Bass Pro Shop and buy you a pair of boots. You're done. You're you're a terrorist. Exactly, exactly. And I already see people that are talking about repeal smith Munt Act. Yes, we've talked about that act several times on this show and what kind of, you know, damage it has done. Thank you, Obama. I mean, he completely, he's the one that enforced that. Well, it gets even worse. All right, so we had a Smollett incident. <laughs> Here, this no, is no, what personal racism is. You've got a far-left Democrat congresswoman who shares a dubious story revealing how a white man discriminated against her and is compared to Jesse Smollett. I think the country's over all of this now. I think we've had just about yeah. enough. If y'all don't, if y'all don't have a thesaurus out there, dubious means bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> That's a cat. <laughs> they don't have you don't have turd after your name for you know no reason. <laughs> oh my gosh! So absolutely, here she is, and this is Representative Barbara Lee, and she's talking about racism and division because hey, it worked so well the last time around. These are not little kinks. First of all, racism, institutional racism, is in the DNA of this country. When you look at uh, what has taken place, look at the, our Native Americans, the genocide of Native Americans. When you look at what has taken place as it relates to African Americans, uh, the 250 years plus of enslaving African Americans, and then you look at the disparities now uh, in our community in terms of health care, unemployment, the wealth gap, housing. You can't tell me that systemic racism does not exist. It's not just a little kink. Secondly, you have personal racism, which is hard to address, but I'll give you one little story that shows you why uh, we need to understand that I don't think she really understands racism. I was walking from the House building on Capitol Hill to the Capitol, and a man, a white guy, stopped me and told me I could not get into the member's elevator. And you know, we have uh, pens, and I was going to vote. And he blocked me from getting into the elevator and told me I was not a member of Congress, and it was for members only. I said, sir, I'm a member of Congress. And he, I showed him my pen, and he said, whose pen did you steal? Now, this is an example of what personal racism is and how 
people of color constantly have to deal with this each and every day. But systemic racism is in the policies of this country. And just look at what they're trying to do in terms of eliminating diversity, equity, and inclusion. They're trying to uh, not allow for an equal and level playing field. Uh, and so it's a very dangerous uh, position that she has. Uh, she's clueless. Well, that's a shame, and I'm sorry that, that you had to do mm -hmm. So there you have the spin machine <laughs> that goes straight out because nobody's buying it. No one is buying it. And even the comments, Kat, were completely brutal. You have OCD mama, mama drama who says Barbara Lee has been in Congress for 25 years and is the highest ranking African-American woman appointed to Democratic leadership. I can assure you everyone knows who she is. So you can pipe down the Jesse Smollett fantasies, Barbara. We ain't yeah. buying it. I take things that never happened for a thousand, Alex. <laughs> God, do they all come up with this story? They're all like... Um, uh, they're like, okay, you're in the hall uh -huh. with all these, you're in the Congress or you're all these people are around and, and you had this completely racist thing happen to you, but nobody's seen it. None of its own film. None of the cameras pick it up, which are in every five feet. It's just, God, it's, it's, it's such a lie. It truly is. The whole thing is just so ridiculous. Right. This is MAGA country. Mm. And then they, yeah. I mean, you know, <laughs> here we were they go carrying again. subways. Gosh. Can you believe that they actually thought that they were going to get away with that? I mean, there he's signing his name to checks, okay, paying people off. His own name. I mean, and nothing ever happened to him. So you know things are bad for you if people start calling you Smollett, right? And that's exactly what happened in this case. So Jesse Smollett, if I had a mom, should look like Representative Barbara Lee. That's from News It Matters. Then you have uh, Bubble Bath Girl who says no one believes Barbara Lee. She's the Jesse Smollett of Congress. And then Carolyn D. Crow says... I think Barbara Lee out Smolletted Jesse Smollett. <laughs> so, I mean, it just keeps going on and on. I mean, this is what happens when you absolutely lie. And that's exactly what they did. But they're going to use everything they can this election. Everything. Everything. They're terrified of President Trump writing the wrongs. So just real quick, I want everybody to know, because I, I see we have got somebody in chat that is talking about the Smith-Munt Modernization Act. Okay, so what it is, it is the act of 2012. It's a U.S. law that updates the original Smith-Munt Act of 1948. The Smith-Munt Act was originally designed to prevent the U.S. government from using information and media for propaganda purposes domestically. The 2012 Modernization Act removed those restrictions and allowed for U.S. government-produced material to be shared and distributed within the U.S. The act was aimed at promoting greater transparency and engagement with the American public on foreign policy and national security issues. This is where Obama came in and made sure that they were going to write the script. That's what we have with this whole thing. And that's why everything's so bonkers. This is why they're, they're taking transcripts and they are correcting them. What Biden says when you hear him, they're trying to, rec they're trying to correct the record. You see it every single day, a retraction. We've got to get a hold of this stuff. We really I didn't have do. you saying bonkers on the show today and my, on my bingo card. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> they are bonkers. <laughs> they really are. I've never seen uh, anything quite. I need to use that word it. more often. It's a good word. I don't use it enough. Well, it is. It's bonkers and bogus. I mean, this whole week, though, Kat, I mean, everything from, you know, an, an interview on Newsmax where you have, you know, a, a guy walking through in his underwear on. The whole thing has just been nutty as a fruitcake. The, the whole thing. I've I've been sitting here playing these videos going, okay, I knew this was going to be a weird week, but I didn't know it was going to be this strange. But it nothing ever disappoints. <laughs> I mean, nothing ever disappoints. So, oh. you've, I know. Yeah, I, I mean, you get up, bird brains cheating on her husband. You don't know what's going to go on in this world today. I know, and we haven't even... Alec Baldwin gets charged with whatever, manslaughter, whatever he's going to get charged with. He could do some jail time. You know, and we haven't. But even... he's a Democrat, so you know it's going to be something. Well, it's going to be political. It's absolutely mm -hmm. going to be political. And so here's the thing: we haven't even gotten to what the title of the show is. This is just the breaking news that <laughs> happened already this morning, which is crazy. So let's go ahead and go over to our sponsor. And today's sponsor is BlackoutCoffee.com. Now listen, if you go over there and place your order, and if you use coupon code LB, you can get 20% off your first order. So head on over to BlackoutCoffee.com forward slash LB. Make sure you use the coupon code LB and you'll get 20% off. It's time for you to be awake, not woke. Start your day with a hot America first cup of coffee from Blackout Coffee like we do. Blackout Coffee is an active supporter of hardworking Americans who see their work as their duty. They're, they honor and take care of their customers more than any other coffee company out there. Blackout Coffee only uses premium grade coffee beans. Most people don't even know what premium coffee even tastes like because those woke mega corporations keep pushing lower grade beans onto the American people. This is a fabulous company. Not only do they support our show and many shows like ours, but Rumble as well, other platforms. They are all about America first. They are a huge fan of yours, Cat Turd. I'm not kidding. I've spoken to the owner of this company and he just Says, we've got a country to save you know however we're going to do that let, let's figure it out but they do have a banana foster and I just got it and it is spectacular absolutely oh, I gotta get one of those oh I, you know what you're gonna have to talk to them and see if they'll make it in decaf too for you or just well if it's not if it's not I can it's, <clears throat> it's not like it kills me to drink caffeine I just drink so much coffee that kind of wires me out but I can you know yeah, I like drinking the, reg, the good anyway. stuff every now and then. I know I'm insomniac. I know, but I can mix it with half decaf and oh yeah, <laughs> <Fonsa> time. <laughs> this will do it for you. It is probably the best tasting coffee I've ever had. If you like banana foster, it tastes like a dessert. It is so, so good. And actually there have been a couple of people because I, I put out a post every day just to try to support them even further. And I see that banana foster is getting a lot of traction since we started mentioning it on the show. So they were out for a while, but they have it back in. So you better get it before it's gone. So we are proud to personally recommend Blackout Coffee. You can start the year off right with the resolution to support companies like Blackout Coffee. Skip those long lines at the store and you can order online. The folks at Blackout Coffee ship 
the orders within 48 hours of roasting. It's absolutely incredible. So make sure you head on over to blackoutcoffee.com forward slash LB and see what we're talking about. They're the real deal. It's time to quit drinking that woke corporate junk coffee every morning. That's blackoutcoffee.com forward slash LB or use coupon code LB for 20% off your first order. Make the switch today and you can thank us later. Yeah, they've got all kinds of stuff. I mean, they've got all kinds of different flavors. Their holiday flavors were amazing. That's what I took to all my my parties. Instead of wine, I'm not a drinker, so I would just take coffee for cleanup. <laughs> this is what we're drinking to clean this place well, Since up. you don't drink, we know what you are because you have your girlfriends over in town. We know what you are, then you're the designated driver. I, they love um, you. Yes, they do. <laughs> oh, my gosh. And I've got a They're whole... Like, we invite Jules oh, God. out for tonight. You have no idea what that's I'll like. I'll say you can handle a bunch of people drinking when you don't drink. Oh, boy. I can't even do that, and I drink. Uh, you know what? I just look at my phone. When it gets a little ridiculous, then I just start looking at my <laughs> phone. Like <laughs> embarrassing. <laughs> <laughs> they do. They can get a little wild, but let me tell you something. I always told people. I always oh. told people if you ever want to quit drinking, just stay up and don't, and just stay at your house and just walk into a bar at fifteen till four a.m. in the morning and just walk in there. Oh my god! Just start talking to people. It's crazy <laughs> talk. You go, what in the world is happening here? You almost feel like you're on a completely different planet. Well, that's why a lot of bartenders don't drink is because they sit there and they go, whoa, okay, no, I'm not going to engage in that. But I have a, a really close group of girlfriends that I've had forever. Went to school with them, grew up with them and everything. And so it's somebody's birthday next week. And so, of course, they're all coming to L.A. because everybody loves to come to L.A. They also love to leave L.A. They don't want to live here. They're happy that I live here. But we all travel like a tribe and go here, there, and yonder. And it's a lot of fun. But, yeah, I'm always the one behind the wheel. Well, there's so many of us, though. There's going to be Ubers involved. But anyway, it's always yeah. fun. Just get a big limo. <laughs> <laughs> We've done that, too. Stretch limo. <laughs> We've done that as well. That may end up being the case in this particular in, 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 you know, situation because there's just so much. So we've got a pipe bomb story. It has imploded, and that's why we named today's show Pipe Bomb Story Implodes. This is episode number 491. Oh, boy, this story just can't get any better. Here it is. You've got Revolver News, Darren Beatty. He joins Tucker Carlson with details on the new explosive J6 pipe bomb bomb footage. Now, there's over seven minutes of it, but basically over three years ago on January 5th, 2021, a suspect planted pipe bombs near the Washington, D.C., RNC, and DNC headquarters the night before the January 6th, 2021 protest. The culprit was caught on video, but never caught by the FBI. A little suspicious, right? Yeah. I wonder why. <laughs> exactly. Fed. The greatest intelligence service in the world. They completely missed it, just like whose cocaine was in the White House. Well, the U.S. Capitol was shut down on January 6th after the feds found the bombs near the Republican and Democrat Party headquarters. You have the mysterious suspect they planted two pipe bombs at the RNC and DNC DC headquarters. The alleged bomb was safely detonated by a bomb squad on January 
January 6th. The suspect planted the the pipe bomb on January 5th, the night before the Capitol riot. So here it is. Nothing to see here, right? The hoodie, the gloves, the whole deal. And below the courtesy of Thomas Massey, it's the most damning and explosive J6 footage yet. In my view, this will end up demolishing the regime's J6 narrative and with it a major pillar of the Dems 2024 strategy. Are you paying attention, Kamala, he says. This was really incredible. Tucker Carlson covered it as well. And he goes on to say, it seems likely the government officials were involved in planting pipe bombs in Washington, D.C. three years ago as part of an effort to keep Donald Trump from running for president again. And that's exactly what it shows. I mean, my gosh, we've known about January 6th. We see exactly how the whole thing went down. And I'm just glad that it's being brought to light now. So he's written articles on it, the bomb story, and you have this individual who walked straight up to the FBI and was they were in their vehicles. I'll go ahead and play a little bit. You can see the police car right here. Check this out. So here you've got the video. Now this I'm going to speed it up for you a little bit because you need to be able to see Okay, there are people walking around. Okay, nothing to see here. Just, you know, even a kid with a backpack is shown crossing the street a little later on. You've got the black SUV over here talking to the police officer over here. They've got a bag in their hand. You're watching this whole thing unfold in real time. I mean, come on. There he goes. They're not worried about him. He's not worried about them. They're very friendly. Goes to the other side. Make sure that he says hello to that passenger over there. So all of this is going on. They don't seem concerned. Here's a lady shopping, crossing the street. Walks right by this particular individual with the bag. And away he goes in a black SUV. He's getting into that. Looks it's like. just like a government vehicle, doesn't it? Oh exactly. <laughs> this is a friendly handover. <laughs> I mean, my God. If, he, if, I, if you look at government fed in a movie uh, vehicle, that vehicle is a picture of it. I mean, nobody's concerned, and away he goes. He just had a full go blown. He was like, hey, I did it. Yeah, it's done deal. Like, See you at the office. Oh, <laughs> Wow. But this is what we've known. I mean, come on. We've been talking about how January 6th was a complete and total setup. We knew it. You and I did our first show together, like just by ourselves, when this whole thing went down. That's right. Remember? That's crazy. But the first show we did by ourselves was January 6th. Mm-hmm. And, and I was like, it was wow. your show. I was a guest. Yep. And That's you were crazy like, when you think about it. So long ago. <laughs> Kat, we've been doing this a long time together. <laughs> I know a story we need to cover before um, yes. time's going so fast. Yes. But uh, Sports Illustrated laid off their entire staff. Oh. They're done. Oh, my gosh. It just wasn't working for them, right? Yeah, I know. It turns uh, out 400-pound uh, dudes with ding-dongs and bikinis <laughs> don't sell very good. 
Oh my gosh. I saw where Tim Poole put that out too. And I was just laughing so hard. I could not. I mean, but really, and what did they think was going to happen? Honestly. When I was, when I was growing up and the swimsuit edition of the Sports Illustrated was something everybody couldn't wait to see all year. And it was like Cheryl Teagues and some of the, you know, famous models. They were always the most famous models Mm -hmm. in the world. And now they just, I mean. They got transgenders on there and, you know, dudes dressing up as, you know, I gotta say, nobody wants to see it. No, no. Can't cram that crap down everybody's throat, man. And now you're bankrupt. Look at that. So thanks to the dumbasses on your staff that come up with that idea that ruined a magazine that's been famous for 50, 60 years. Thanks to them woke idiots you hired. Well, I mean, look at what they're doing to women's sports. Look at what they're doing to beauty pageants. Look at what they're trying to sell. They're trying to act like this is, you know, the new great thing that it should be, you know, that people should just be, oh, yeah, on board with all of this. No, no. There's a place for women and there's a place for men and the two should not be (laughs) misconstrued. And the problem is, is that now they have taken it into women's sports and women are losing scholarships. They are losing their records. Record breakers are losing that. You've got, I mean, the whole thing has completely changed. And being an athlete, it is really hard to watch that because honestly, when, when I was playing professionally and you know, I am still very much in, in the scheme of things. And I hear the stories of parents who are, who are working two and three jobs just to make sure that their kids can go from one tournament to another tournament and to make ends meet so that they can compete. And then you have a guy come in and take all of that away from them. A guy that doesn't even rate in the men's league. Doesn't even rate. I mean, he's like, 200 and something in the men's league or 400 and something. And then all of a sudden they're taking scholarships and everything else. It's cheating. There's nothing about, you know, equality there. Nothing at all. If you want your own sport, then you can get into a mixed league. But but don't water down what women have been trying to fight against forever. And we've created something and we compete and we do well and we get scholarships and, and different things. You can't compete against dudes and you're cheating against the women. Let's face it. That's what it is. You're yeah. average with the guys and you want to cheat so you can win. Boy. I mean, Man, I, I'm not sugar. I, I just can't sugarcoat stuff with no. these people. Of course, you know I can't sugarcoat anything. That's what we love Man. about you. I know. Yeah, you're. Yeah. It's awful. I mean, it's absolutely. That swimmer. I mean, he dives in the pool and he's already halfway across the damn pool. He's like seven foot seven. His feet. His foot is bigger than than most of the women's arms. I mean, it's ridiculous to see. It's. it's I don't know. I am I am so sorry that it's happened because you know what? That's what they've been pushing for quite some time. And don't think don't even discount the fact that some of these men in playing in women's sports, I mean, women can get hurt too. They completely overpower. Yeah. They'll they'll go and box them, man. What kind of a dude goes boxes a girl and acts like he's some kind of woman? Can you imagine? God, you are a absolute trash if you do that it is true it is absolutely true kind of a dude would do that 
Well, the kind of dudes you see that the government is protecting and, and making sure that they don't have to worry about a thing, kind of like in Hunter's case. So you've got the DOJ. They are now seeking a prison term for Trump aide Peter Navarro for refusing congressional hearing with Liz Cheney's sham J6 committee as Hunter walks free for the same crime. How's that for a little double stack? same one. Uh-huh. Absolutely. Exactly say one. Can you believe it? Can can you even believe? I mean, they're just, they're relentless. So you've got former Trump advisor Peter Navarro. He was convicted of criminal contempt of Congress in September for refusing to comply with a subpoena to testify before Liz Cheney's sham January 6th committee. Navarro did not comply with the subpoena because he said that Trump told him to assert executive privilege. The far-left D.C. jury convicted Navarro on two counts of contempt after deliberating for four hours. NBC reported that the two counts each carry a minimum of 30 days and a maximum of one year in prison, in addition to a maximum fine of $100,000. Golly. God. I mean, you just. Oh, and then we just played. We just played Merrick Garland. Uh, there, there is no political bias. Police. They set this whole thing up so there would be. I mean, and speaking of poor placement, this was a riot. You know, I mean, sometimes I swear, I just feel like there is just a major intervention here because this is hilarious, Kat. Jill Biden becomes the victim of poor sign placement during high school visit in Utah. I don't know if anybody saw this, but it was hilarious. So First Lady Jill Biden, she spoke to teachers and students at a high school in Utah on Tuesday, but the visit came with some unfortunate optics that apparently no one who recognized the event considered beforehand. So the wife of resident Joe Biden paid a visit to the school in West Valley City. It was a suburb of Salt Lake City. And here is what was on the podium. It is absolutely priceless hunter high is where it went down okay you couldn't make up i mean who in the hell doesn't i mean why would you go to hunter high you can't make it up you just cannot make this stuff up there you're making my job as a shit poster really easy here i like a little competition They're writing I mean, man, that's a, jokes. That's sitting on a tee, you know, a tee box. Can you believe Knock it? Knock it out of the park. I'm loving this stuff. I mean, Hunter High, there she is standing, right, very stoically, I may add, right behind the po- the podium. Oh, my gosh. And so the comments, of course, were glorious. She's here. Flotus just arrived at Hunter High School to talk with teachers and students. Then you've got Jill Biden trying to distract from her comments about Hunter's drug abuse and ending up under a giant banner reading Hunter High, it's straight out of Veep episode. <laughs> They've got the banner behind uh, it, her as well. I love Hunter High. Like, you know, we meme stuff like that and you don't have to meme it. It's, it's right there. It's all done for you. <laughs> It's lazy man shit posted. Oh, Kat, I have never laughed so hard in my life when I saw this. At first, that's what I thought. I thought something from Babylon Bee. But no, this is real. I love Hunter High teachers. 
There she is in all of her glory. Oh, my gosh. You just cannot make this stuff up. Oh, and here it is, Kat. This is the Baldwin story that you broke a little bit earlier. It is now yeah. made the headlines. I haven't read it yet. Here it is. Alec Baldwin indicted by grand jury in fatal rust shooting faces up to 18 months in prison is what it looks like he's facing for a manslaughter oh boy involuntary manslaughter in the fatal rust shooting 14 18 months you mean that should be 18 years isn't it? you would think so they ended her life i mean that was helena hutchins and she was incredibly you know very well known very accomplished so you remember, this has taken a year. Last April, criminal charges against Alec Baldwin were dropped in New Mexico. Last year, Alec Baldwin was charged with two counts of involuntary manslaughter for, shoot, for the shooting death of Helena Hutchins. So Baldwin shot and killed the 42-year-old and injured 48-year-old Joel Souza on the movie set of Rust in Santa Fe, New Mexico in October 2021. Prosecutors requested a second analysis of the gun Alec Baldwin used. You have firearms experts who have concluded that the gun Alec Baldwin used on the set had not been modified. Now remember, these are the people that scream the loudest about gun control and taking our guns away from us, and yet they're out there in movies and promoting guns and then, of course, using them on their set and then firing a deadly shot that killed this beautiful person. <laughs> these Hollywood stars, they're like anti-2a anti-gun in every movie they do they got uh m60 in one hand they got they got a, a bazooka in another hand and they're riding a tank killing 100 people a minute oh my gosh <laughs> i mean it's like who's god, on first I know. <laughs> oh, yeah good god they're just the biggest hypocrites they absolutely are so it shouldn't surprise you since we started off with bird brain we might as well end with bird brain no the constitution does not allow children born of non-citizens to become president of the united states but um bum bum so that wah, is wah, wah. <laughs> <laughs> So Nikki Haley, the daughter of two non-citizens, right? She's patently ineligible to serve as president or vice president under Article 2, Section 1 of the Constitution. But here she is basically saying the exact opposite. She's saying, hey, you know, she's completely denied it. She says, as a threshold matter, Nikki Haley, the daughter of Two non-citizens must provide proof that her parents were lawful residents when she was born. We have yet to see that. So this is really kind of fun, the way this whole thing is turning out for old bird brain. You know, I've never liked her. The, the things that... Her, I can't stand her, you know. Yes, I do. And no one has a good feeling about her. We know she's Neocon Nikki. I mean, she said she was not going to run. She's another one. She said she was not going to run against President Trump. This was last eight, this was April 2022. He still has a lot of popularity. If he runs again in 2024, will you support him? Yes. If he decides that he's going to run, would that preclude any sort of run that you would possibly make yourself? I would not run if President Trump ran. And I would talk to him about it. You know, I mean, that's something that we'll have a conversation about at some point if that decision is something that has to be made. But yeah, I would. I would absolutely. I 
had a great working relationship with him. I appreciated the way he let me do my job. Um, I thought we did some fantastically great foreign policy things together. And look, I just want to keep building on what we accomplished and not watch it get torn down. When was the last time that you talked to him? After the election. Before January 6th or after? Before January 6th. Mm, liar, liar, Nikki's pants on fire. She Look said. on the bright side, bird brain. When you're forced to drop out, you'll have more time to cheat. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Oh, my God. that note? Yes, exactly. I mean, that's, you just can't beat it. I, I, I laughed at one of these things I, I wanted to play for everybody because it's just so funny. You know, when you have Taylor Swift, but it has been remade by the memers out there. Check this one out. <laughs> he just can't make this stuff up but that one was awesome by not Basso. thank you for that i loved it and so that's how we're gonna end it anyway if you're not doing anything tomorrow i put on a show a political rendezvous saturdays at three o'clock p.m eastern time we are going to do a deep dive into part two of epstein and everything else it's going to be a great show. Thank you so much for tuning into that whole thing. I have my own channel over on Rumble, and it's Jules Jones Live, and you can check it out there. We've had really an amazing um, turnout on that show, and I just appreciate you all for watching it and then also following the channel. Follow our channel here on In the Litter Box and follow Jules Jones Live as well. That helps us out tremendously with, with advertisers and everything else, sponsors, all that stuff, and it helps Rumble as well. Your comments, too. Please keep commenting on the show. The more activity, the better. So we hope to see you over there. You have any big plans this weekend, Kat? I'm just tired. I so. bet you just got Wiggles back. How is he? I know. Is he good? Uh, oh yeah. Oh yeah. He's doing good. He just. I'm trying. I got his like a, a, a thing that goes over his boot, or to walk outside, and he can just keep the splint when he's inside. So. He's got a big room, and then he's got a 10 by 10 area. He can go out outside. So he's, I mean, he can go outside, which he you know, has to limp through that little hole. Right. But I can't, he won't go outside. because. So every time I try to get a leash, he runs in the corner and just starts shaking because he, he thinks I'm going to put him in a car and take him to a doctor again. Isn't so that I can't get him to walk outside no matter what. It's hilarious. What a baby. Oh, my gosh. He's mm. terrified that he's going to be taken back yeah, to the clinic where they're going to mess with a paw that He loves hurts. his room and his condo and his outside porch, and he, he loves his area. Yeah. How, is he protecting his paw? I mean, is he, like, worried about yeah. his little paw? Yeah, I don't even have to put the 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 um, thing on his neck really because he never picks at it or anything. Um, monkey, you know, I let him out in twos, so now I'm letting him out and I'm letting him out three and two because he don't go out. So I got monkey with um, uh, Pedro and Smiles. Oh my gosh! Well, everybody has been praying, and I'll get some pictures. Oh, please do this weekend because everybody wants to see how he's doing. I mean, you've got a group here, the littermates that are just—I mean—but look, they didn't treat him badly. He looks like a dog that's been very taken, yeah. very well yeah, taken like care of. Yeah. <laughs> I think he's just—I think he's happy to see Daddy right then. I think so. Look at that. I mean, you could just—he went see nuts when he that. saw me. He was so happy. Oh, well, I mean, you can see it in his eyes. He's just like, okay, okay, I'm going home. He's here. <laughs> this is over for me. 
All right, everybody. Well, I hope you have a wonderful rest of your day. Have a great weekend. Hope to see you tomorrow when we spill tea at three. You be safe, be kind to one another, and we will see you later. Bye.